0: welcome to crashing game night my name is matt diorio tonight host of gamertag radio danny pena is crashing game night with us
1: yeah thank you so much for the invite man i know we've been going back and forth for a while so i'm glad (laughs) that i'm here and we're finally doing this man so it's awesome man absolutely
2: and uh as always yep gerard Herrera. Hello everybody and thank you for joining us and Danny Payne, thank you so much for joining us man, this is a huge honor, this is big, you have some big interviews, we can't wait to hear it, fellow nerds and nerdettes, listen up because this is going to be a good one Yep. And as always, Jason Bolidio with the couch
3: <laughs> How's it going guys, how's it going tonight, Danny, welcome to our fantastic couch Thank you. come on in i'm excited i'm excited
1: we have a lot of things to talk about today (laughs)
0: yeah yeah we do so um (laughs) let's just kind of go in it so jenny you've had a busy year this year with covid Mm -hmm. um and even in the last latter part of last year so how's the move to the west coast street now
1: it's been good the only negative thing i haven't really been going out i've just been home the whole time you know um (laughs) Just to, just, to, just to stay safe, but I've been super busy. Especially, you know, I've been doing this for so long. And last year when all this started, it was the busiest year for me ever since I started doing this, ever. And, and it was all virtual. <laughs> so, so it's been good. It's been good. I, I, I'm glad that it was difficult at first. I'm not going to lie. Like The first two months when this guy used to live in New York City, the first two months that when it got shut down, I, there was nothing really to do, like, because nobody everybody was confused, like they didn't know what to do. Right. So mm. for me, I was just focusing on just recording a podcast. But then after May, that's when things just went crazy for us, you know, so I I'm, I'm excited for for the future, man. It's it's looking good. It's looking really, really good.
0: Hey, I, I share your uh, your pain on that with this year being all virtual too because this Mm -hmm. year we qualified for media badges for the first time for e3 Mm -hmm. so of course covid decided to go hi nope sorry (laughs) you're not having not having the conference so yeah
1: um
0: so what's it what's it like being you know the fact that you've been podcasting since 2005 and you know in the story you told reggie you kind of were handing out your your show on cassette.
1: Yes, so, but I'm going to go a little bit before that. So a lot of people don't know this, but I used to be involved in the music industry back in like the '90s, and uh, I was involved in like interviewing people for a hip hop newspaper in Miami, Florida, and um, 1998. There was a, a website that was out that was called Pseudo. And sudo was a radio slash TV streaming service where you could listen to it. There's the shows that you could watch on Real Player through 56K modem. They had like a rock show, a talk show, a hip hop show. I think they even had like a, a gaming show. I can't quite remember. But I was always listening to the hip hop show at that time. And I was involved with the with music, so I was also doing radio locally in Miami. So I always said to myself, man, I want to do this. Like if I could manage to, to have my own show online, this would be awesome, right? So we tried to do it back in 1998 for a hip hop show. And I found out how expensive it was. And I was like, yo, there's no way we're <laughs> going to do this. Fast forward to 2001. That's when Sega Dreamcast came out. Well, actually no, 1999 came out. But then Fantasy Star Line comes out in January of 2001 in Japan, so I imported the game. I went to uh, to Chinatown in New York. To one of those stores <laughs> around there. Yeah. And I imported, yep. the game. I imported the game. And it worked out. I was like, all right, I can play this on my, my <laughs> U.S. Sega
2: Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> just like Chinatown in L.A. You can, you can find it. You can yep, find yep, those. You yeah. can find it, man. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: So I did that. I did that. And I just loved the community that I said to myself, man, if I do a talk show about Fanny Star Line, that will be cool. You know." So I, I launched a website through mp3.com. And that website was launched for music artists. So if you have, let's say you have a, a song on mp3.com and people listen to it, you get paid out of that. So I said to myself, yo, if I launch a show and people listen to it, I could get paid. So I did that. And I remember the first episode was launched. It was like about uh, one of the quests from the game and IGN picked it up and a bunch of other people. I'm like, oh man, a bunch of websites in 2001. So my first check that I got was 500 bucks. So I, like, oh, yeah. so I was like, yeah. So I like, yo, I'm gonna start then. a business. Yeah, back then. That's also kind of super crazy because
2: you you were kind of like low-key, you were kind of starting a podcast before like podcasts were even like a thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So you were yep. you were kind of at the ground floor, kind of figuring it out as you yeah.
1: go. Yeah. And I that's crazy, man. I did everything on cassette, man. So that's
2: that's even crazier, man. Yeah, I yeah. love that's cool.
1: Yeah. I still oh have, my god. Actually, look, I have the I have one of my this is the original cassette that I have um, that I recorded. Yeah. Oh, man. The original. I always had this. I show people like, yo, this is this is the original show. You know what? It's yeah, I I get that feeling, too, because
0: like when I started my photography business um, years ago, I have the first dollar I made Mm. from it framed just to remind myself, hey, this is this is where I started.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's cool. That was really cool. Really. So What's it like
0: being in the that getting elected to the podcasting hall of fame?
1: Oof, that was that's crazy. <laughs> that was that was insane. So, uh, this is a conference that's the largest uh, podcast conference called um podcast movement. So, they launched it, I think it was in 2014, and then 2015 it was going to be the 10th anniversary of podcasting. So, they were looking for people that basically Pioneer Podcast. So it was me, um, Todd Cochran, uh, one of the VJs that used to be on MTV back in the 80s, um, Adam, Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple other people. I can't remember exactly, all, all, everybody. But yeah, we were the first group to get inducted to the Podcast Hall of Fame. So when I went on stage, I was actually the first one from the, all the inductees. And I was like, I had I had my community there, all the listeners that I never met met them first time at the event because I took them. We we went to the Red Carpet and everything together, you know. So oh, sweet, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, yo, I was like not nervous. I was more of like trying to hold my tears because you know I've been through a lot in my life and stuff. Um, and it was cool shouting them out, and I'm like, yo, man, thank you, thanks to you, I'm here. I got this award because of you guys. You know, if it wasn't for the community support, you know, I would have not get, gotten this award. You know, yeah. so yeah it was it was it was a very um a very powerful moment for me and i also dedicated the award to one of my friends that used to work for xbox back in the early days she used to be the community manager so she was the one that actually discovered us when we released our first episode of gamer tag radio and she did an interview put us on xbox.com she even put us on on the original xbox dashboard so,
2: so <laughs> Damn. It was at that time we all remember
1: was, that at that time, she was battling uh, breast cancer and right there I broke down, you know, and I was like, hey, this this award for you, Christy, uh, Krista, thank you for all the support, you know, and and so on. So, yeah, even the crowd was crying.
2: I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, so it was, <laughs> was going to cool. be so validating, man, because like it's, it's, it's like it's very well earned because you, like you put in all that hard work and like how you started from going to tapes and going to where you are now, man, yeah. it's very well-deserved and all that hard work. It's great that it paid off. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and you know what, for you guys that, you know, you have your show and, and a lot of the other content creators that just have, they just launched a show. You got to keep on going, man. Don't, don't think about yeah. like the numbers. Um, there's a lot of things that you just got to focus on, on just creating content and building your community, you know, and at the same time, once everything goes back to normal, go to those events, man, and get your name out there and let people see you. The more they see you, it's gonna help you and your and your show. But if you just stay home and just record and that's it, I think it's not it's not enough. You gotta do more than that, you know? And that's what I did. I was I was everybody's faces and I'm like, Hey, I'm here, you know. It's like <laughs> time. oh absolutely you know,
0: absolutely. Oh, yeah. And it's like you, you mm-hmm. sound like, and that's the one thing is like would you say the listeners, too, and that's what we're incredibly grateful for is we wouldn't be where we're at right now, especially with the announcements we're going to be dropping next week um, without the listeners. But also, yeah. too, is without, you know, guests like you and Tony Polanco and Khalif and even the voice actors from Final Fantasy taking your, the time out to come on to, you know, a podcast that we're just starting our third year.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you yeah. know it's incredibly grateful that you guys are taking the time because you guys have such amazing careers that, you know, I think more people need to hear about, you know, especially, you know, like you 16 years, you know, you yeah. just did, especially your how you started how,
2: like the, the grind it takes because uh-huh. it's, I think it's, it becomes, it's becoming so more more and more often that people are like, Oh, I'm thinking about starting a podcast and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what to, to, to do yet. It's just, yeah. but it, It takes a lot of work and you really have to put, you really have to stay consistent. And it's not like Mm -hmm. just a, I mean, it it is supposed to be fun, but it's also like, take it serious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree, man. Like when I launched Gamertag Radio, there was no iPhone. There was no podcast in the platform of of like iTunes. There was no Spotify. There was no social media. So I always tell people, because I I speak a lot at the conferences and I was—I always will tell this to, to podcasters and content creators: go and find your community. Don't wait for the community to find you. Back for me, back in the days, so I had to go pass out flyers. I Man, I'll go to like a midnight launch <laughs> and I will go to GameSpot or or like Best Buy and just pass out flyers. And that's how I got people. Yeah. to, listen to the Show and yeah. I also will interview them. And I did that on purpose because I wanted them to talk about
2: it. like, hey, I'm in so and so show. Check it out, and like, because so, you also you're getting them engaged and like, yeah. hey you're you're, yep. you're being a part of it, like, yeah, hmm? yeah, dude, you know? that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. but
1: it worked out. It worked out for me. I, I mean, it wasn't easy, but uh, <laughs> and it was very confusing back then too because people when you say the word podcast, people thought, oh, I need an iPod to listen to it. Yep. Yeah. So I, it was so complicated to explain that. Oh, I'm so, sure. So I will always tell people. I have an internet radio show. I will never mention podcasts in the other days.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So when you look at yeah. your career, um, especially Danny being um child of Dominican immigrants, right. Um, mm-hmm. What do you see as the the challenges that that people of, of color have within the industry?
1: Man, there's a lot of things, man. Um, I feel like besides beyond Latino, um, there's a lot of talented people, man, that never get the shine in their opportunity because of this color of their skin. You know, when I started and I started going to events, I was the only Latino there. The only one. Everybody else was just white people, and that's it, you know? And don't get me wrong. I, I would love to see more women, Latinos, Blacks, Asians. I want to see everybody involved, man. But it was – I'm not going to lie. It was kind of – discouraging at that time, like, I'm like, man, I feel like I'm alone, you know, and, and now I'm seeing that's been changing. The industry has been changing a lot throughout the years, you know, now, now I see more people of color involved in, in multiple events, you know, it's not just a certain race and that's it. I think now I, I see there's everybody just, uh, just, uh, just one group and that's it, you know? So it's been changing a lot, man. And here's the thing, like I went to Dominican Republic. I had to speak there a couple years ago, And uh, one of the things that they told me is, and they're talented developers over there and content creators in the bigger public. But one thing that they mentioned to me is that they feel left out because a lot of the major companies will go to like the bigger countries like Brazil, Mexico, right? But like a little island, even a lot of companies ignore Puerto Rico and it's considered part of the United States, you know? So Wow. And there's so many talented people around those other countries that they can make amazing games, innovative games, you know, but they told me, Danny, we don't have the resources. We don't have the workshop. We learn everything through just watching YouTube. They learn English watching That's crazy. and reading stuff online. Yeah, like there's even a a developer in Cuba that he's the first independent developer in Cuba that's making a game
2: there. And people don't know that. They don't have the resources over there, you know, so... Yeah, So I not they, not only are they learning like how to speak English and to work, but they're also learning how to translate and use what they're what they're seeing, to, yeah. what they're to, to the goal that they're trying to make. Get and to. yeah, and they're learning how to develop. That's, games. Yeah, that's all, insane.
1: all through Ow. YouTube. Like, that's crazy. It's great. And, and, and it reminds me of me when I started. Right. It forced me to be more creative because I only had a certain type of equipment for me. Right. So it's the same okay. thing for them. It kind of like they have to be more creative on the things that they have the resources that they have at
2: the moment yeah. to work on those games you know so things and are probably changing. working twice as hard as like a, as a maybe a, a, a game company that has a group of people yeah yeah that's crazy i totally agree
1: yeah it's crazy so yeah. yeah so make sure if you see any like independent games that you see on, on steam or just Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo Switch. Support them, man. You know, support and check mm-hmm. it out because I think it's important, man. I think the more support we give them, it's going to help the indie scene overall, you know? so Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I
3: always think that the indie scene's like building up right now and it's even mm-hmm. crazier now that you've put that out there. Like, do you think that's also just one of those things where there's not enough publicity like within those like small communities or like mm-hmm. maybe it's just not like... Broadcast. As loud. You know it is
1: They don't have They don't have the resources To get the word out right That's one but when you have a game Like let's say for example December of last year Cyberpunk It outshined anything that was coming out Around that time November and December mm-hmm. right So for example Phoenix Rising Was coming out around that time Too right mm-hmm. that game is phenomenal And a lot of people slept on it Because they were like oh yep. Cyberpunk 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 but now everybody got to see the situation with Cyberpunk. Now the conversation has been changing. All the games have been been getting delayed. Now that there's not that many games coming out this year because of COVID, now the conversation has been a lot about independent games. A lot. Because there's nothing really new out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like big AAA games, you know? But I think it's our fault too as content creators and just consumers that we get so hyped. About one game, but yo, there's so many cool games out there that we haven't even tried out, man. You know, so yeah, definitely, I, I hope the conversation changes, man. Cause there's so many, so many cool games out there, man, especially indie scene. Yeah. So when it,
0: when you look at the deficiencies, right, that they are experiencing, you know, without having the resources, and whatnot, what do you think the industry itself, not content creators or the public, but the industry itself, can do mm-hmm. to better support not only these developing countries like the Dominican, Puerto Rico, Cuba, but also um, people of color as a whole?
1: Yeah, you know I, I had uh, Reggie on our show, Reggie Fizome, and mm-hmm. he he's you know he retired and he's been doing a lot of like workshops with with kids of color over there in the Demi- uh, not the public in New York City to for for them to learn about the industry uh, from the journalism side, right? For me, a couple years ago, I um, I promised the gaming community over there in Dominican Republic public that I was going to do an event over there for game developers for free. And I worked with a couple of people oh, locally over awesome. there and I took um, a friend of mine that works for unity here in the States and she's Latina, she's Puerto Rican. And we, we had a whole day, just a workshop of I was talking more about the content creation side and she was more of like how to um, create games using <clears> unity <throat> software, you know, like the unity wow. and yeah, everything. I mean, yeah. And we did it, we did it for the whole day. And, I got to meet a bunch of people that were showing their games there too. So they had like, they had like a hands-on area where people could try out the games. Dude, that's and so the, awesome. And the games was phenomenal. I was like, what? This is like Nintendo Switch, like Xbox. Yes. I could see this easily being there, like in these consoles, you know? So I think if we start doing more of that, of just giving them that support, I think it will be great for the industry overall, man. So I, I did the first steps. Hopefully after COVID, I want to start doing more of that, you know? So,
2: Dude, I really applaud that because – uh like growing growing up like in the early 90s and like to the 2000s, I, I graduated in 04 mm-hmm. and like obviously games were a huge part of my life. And I've always wanted to like figure out how to get into it. But mm-hmm. the only thing I ever knew was like, you got to learn how to code. So how do I, how do I get into it? How, there was no information out there. Same thing with the film industry. Like the, I, I fell into the film industry for six years, but I had to work my ass off. It wasn't like there aren't a lot of programs like you're creating out there for younger younger people to like get that information. Mm-hmm. And we need more of that. And that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely need more of that.
1: Like and, and that's good that you mentioned about film because I, I did a I did a film, a documentary about about uh how I started with GTR and everything, right? And and I did this on purpose. On purpose. I edited the movie using iMovie. And the reason why I did that mm-hmm. To show people that you don't need an expensive equipment. Nope, that's all, all I
2: used while I was in the, yeah. yeah I mean, same thing. If you that's have, all I use for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But you I'm know. saying, like, think about this. If all you have is great content, great story that will, that will influence people or inspire people to, or even make them cry, or make them laugh, you did your job, right? So yeah. I did that. I did that documentary. And I did it for, like, our community, right? I wasn't planning to do anything big. And then I said to myself, man, you know what? I'm getting people that are not gamers loving this. Let me submit this at different film festivals. And I did it. That's awesome. And a bunch of them selected a movie. Uh, It got an award. I even got selected to go to the Dominican (laughs) Film Festival in New York City, one of the biggest film festivals Ah. over there, right? I was in the red carpet with my mom. I had Univision Telemundo interview me. And none of those people know that they did the right movie. They were like, "Oh, amazing <laughs> film!" You know that's what I'm saying? Amazing, so, dude. so that I think that's what we need to do, man. Like, just do our thing. Continue doing our thing. We have yeah. we have the content. We have the ideas. Just go for it, man. You know, and yeah. and see what happens from there. You know what I'm saying? I I practice everything through cassettes and
2: VHS tapes back in the days. You know, so <laughs> that's I think that's yeah. what more and more see. That's the greatest thing, dude. Like, keep, please keep doing that because mm-hmm. once again, like in in my past. I I had that problem too. I thought that I needed like the best laptop. I needed this camera. No, Mm. no. If you have the equipment and if you have, you know, access to like iMovie or something, you could do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. totally agree. You don't need the best of the best equipment. Like you could do it with like your phone now and just iMovie and make something happen.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean, look, there's videos online that get millions of views and they shot it from their phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you never Dude, know. Commercials are being
2: shot by the iPhone now.
1: Yep. yep. It's crazy. Totally. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Danny, when you look
0: at your entire career thus far and as of late you've to name two, you've interviewed Reggie and mm. you've interviewed Keanu Reese. But what's been the yeah, <sighs> Jerry, you can, you can calm down now. Um, What's, what's been the, what's been the highlight of your career to that point? And what was it like interviewing, you know, Reggie and Keanu?
1: Oh man, I have a lot. That's the thing. I have so many big moments. It's so hard to remember everything, but I think getting inducted was a big one for me. That was crazy. Another one was um, getting signed to CBS radio our podcast um we were we were part of their podcast network and in it's crazy one year at e3 our show had like oh my god i think it was like almost a million downloads like or something like some, something crazy Ooh. i don't know Ooh. yeah so they put us No, <laughs> we surpassed we surpassed all their shows uh 60 minutes um uh 48 hours all their other podcasters that has nothing to do with gaming, we're like number one from the network, you know? And that was a prime moment for me. That's insane. Because we released 50 episodes, 50 something episodes in seven days between three of us. Mm
2: -hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: So that's a highlight. Now, I know you mentioned Reggie, uh, Keanu Reeves, but I had also multiple, I had Phil Spencer twice already. I had uh, Jay Adler, one of the original creators from the, uh, from Xbox, you know I had uh, Oh beating Bill Gates In 2001 Was crazy for me Oh man, man. Yeah. And That's November, a legend Right there man Yeah, though. November Is gonna be the 20th anniversary In November So that's insane Oh um, wow Uh Who else Oh I had Peter Moore Multiple times On our show And we Did a recording For the 20th anniversary About the Sega Dreamcast Yo Phenomenal <laughs> episode yeah. <laughs> yeah So now I know, ahead of its time Oh man. Uh, yeah. man
2: Such an underrated console Now you mentioned
1: Reggie and Keanu, so let me tell you the story of how this whole happened with Reggie. So, <laughs> I interviewed Phil Spencer for our one thousand episode. So, I went online and said, "Yo, I have two people that they're like my dream interviews is Bill Gates and Reggie me. I hope one day I can make it happen." And Reggie randomly tweeted tweeted to me like. He replied and he's like, We got to make it happen. Let's do it. Oh. That was so. That was mm-hmm. a year ago. So, originally, we were going to do it last year because uh, he, he usually travels to New York, but COVID happened. Everything changed. Everything, all the plans changed. But I think it worked out for us because I said, Hey, Reggie. I would love to have you on our 16th anniversary of Gamertag Radio. He's like, let's do it. So we've been talking for months, for like a whole year. And mm-hmm. it happened. It took me 10 years to get Reggie on the show. 10 years. 10 yeah. years. But I mean, yeah. that's, that's,
3: that's where we're saying. Like, you know, you're putting in the work. Yeah. Know. Yep. And it paid off man. And that yeah. was a
2: great interview, man Oh, thanks, thanks And man. it was no. it was awesome to hear That you guys had Like similar backgrounds In yeah. in Brooklyn And like how he grew up yeah, how you yep. grew up It was crazy
1: Yeah, and I think It was important For people to hear
2: Reggie as a person Not Reggie yeah. as a businessman Yeah, yeah. You
1: know? Reggie and,
3: the, the guy Not Reggie Yeah, uh, the
1: exactly. exactly And a lot of people were like Damn, Danny I've never mm-hmm. heard Reggie Talked about him Getting robbed in New York And like It was right. a great conversation yeah. It was wild, right? It was good and So it- Oh, game and game and game? curse the
2: guy that curse the guy that yeah. stole your Game Boy, bro. That's sacrilegious. <laughs> that sucks, man.
1: Yo, he stole my Game Boy and but all I your had, games. No, I had all my games in my pack, but my two backpacks. Oh, okay. No, so nice. he only he only took like one game. I can't remember exactly what it was. But oh, yeah. okay. And this was I the think... original the original Game Boy, not not the <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the brick version, not, not the color version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but one more thing about about Keanu Reeves. So. The hype was crazy for Cyberpunk, right? And I randomly get an email from the team saying, Hey Danny, we saw that you've been working with Telemundo. We would love to have uh someone. He didn't even mention the name. We would like to have someone that would like to talk about Cyberpunk on, on Telemundo. I'm like, sure. So I had to get approval <laughs> from Telemundo. And I'm like, Yo, could it be Keanu? Like me in my head. Like (laughs) I even talked to my co-host, Paris. Like, Yo, Paris, do you think it's Keanu? He's like, Yo, I don't know. It could be. It's possible. You never know, right? (laughs) So I got the word officially that's Keanu Reeves, and we did the interview. And he was like, I have the raw footage, everything. Like he's there, laughing, cracking up, and everything. Right. So when I was done with the interview, the his team and. Uh, City Project Red team, they hit me up and they were like, "Danny, that was his favorite interview." And I'm like, "Really? Whoa, snap! That was crazy." Whoa. So when I found out, I was the only gaming journalist, content creator to interview him. Wow. Everybody else, to interview was like NPR, CNN, uh, mm-hmm. and, um, BBC, like oh, the wow. big, the yeah. 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 That's nothing Oh, Jeff Keighley interviewed him Not interviewed But he did like a little clip For for the Game Awards mm-hmm. that day too And that's it That's about it Yeah So that's crazy So I gotta ask
0: you How that's much was insane. Paris hating on you When you told me You were interviewing Keanu <laughs> Nah,
1: nah he, You know what he said to me He was like Yo, I no. think I would have been nervous Because he's a huge fan yeah. of Keanu Huge He's like, yo, dude mm-hmm. But he was like Yo, do your thing Do your thing Oh, originally yeah. too We were both going to interview Reggie but Paris, the day before, he hit me up and said, "Danny, I think you should do it." I go, "Why?" I thought you were you wanted to interview him. It's like, "Nah, you know what, Danny? You've been trying for ten years to interview him. This is your moment. Go for it." And that's awesome. He did, it. Man. He did it, you know? So yeah. that's the thing I love about about Paris and Pete. We never been like competing against each other you know like mm-hmm. like last year i even told them like yo paris last year was your year your year big time because you yeah it was you you grew as a content creator you know all that and and we, we always there to support each other man you know what i'm saying so it was it was cool it was cool hearing that from them about it so
0: so before we talk about the the microsoft news i just gotta ask you Khalif or Paris, who's got the better ribs? Dad, I don't know. Cause first of all, I don't.
1: I don't eat, <laughs> first of all, I don't. I don't eat pork. I don't eat pork at all. So, but it's funny that they're always going back and forth, right? So I did like a video with Khalif. I I, I was um, traveling from mm-hmm. from Seattle to to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. That's when we were moving, my girl and I. And uh, yep. we we just went to visit Khalif, and we're like, "Yo, let's do a crazy, funny video to to Paris." So we did that. Uh, he was like, simple. He was like, your rib sucks. But I was showing the the PlayStation 5 because that's during that time. It wasn't even mm-hmm. out yet. So I had the controller and everything. So then <laughs> uh, the best moment was seeing Khalif doing that funny video. He had all the celebrities. Did all in the it. cameos. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was genius. Oh my God. Oh, who was it? uh Jordan. Um, who else he had? Yeah, he had An- like a
0: yeah, Kurt Angle. Kurt and, Angle. And he, watch,
1: yeah. people yeah. he, he was. Like when we had on, he was so proud of it. He was like, <laughs> yeah. yo, like moment, it was,
2: like,
1: it was a drop back moment, man. I was like, wow, yeah. believe you. you killed it, man. No, but that's, <laughs> that's my brother, man. I love him to death too, yeah. man. Super cool.
0: Oh, I know. And I know it's like that fun gag, right? That you guys have just been going on and on and on about um, between Paris yeah. and Cleef and stuff. So yeah. So let's let's get on to on the Microsoft. It's been a big, big week this week for announcements. Um, mm-hmm. you know, first earlier this week we had the announcement that Microsoft and Bethesda, the deal was finalized and approved by the SEC, which that set off a whole everybody was blowing up on, you know, I know your your Twitter was blowing up, Tony Planka's was, everybody else was. Mm -hmm. um the real you know the small news that slipped in before today was that um xbox tv is ending in may Mm -hmm. um what from your your position especially since you're more on the the xbox side is it about
1: time uh yeah because i nobody uses (laughs) that i mean you know but but you know what i think i think that was an experiment that they were trying to do back in the early days during the 360 days right but uh -hmm. honestly speaking man like we bought the console because we wanted to play games. It's cool to have the, the mm-hmm. apps, right? Like, you know, you stream your Netflix, your YouTube, et cetera, Disney Plus, WandaVision, make sure to check it out. Uh, Amazing. But, but the thing is, people didn't buy an Xbox to watch TV, you know? So yeah. I'm glad that it's getting shut down. And and it was a huge mistake, too, when they launched the, the uh, one. Like they did the one, and they were promoting TV, yeah. TV, TV, TV. And yeah. Yeah, i have a story about that a behind the scenes story that you guys probably this is going to be for you guys too but um so xbox announced xbox one they showed the console in seattle there was like a bunch of content creators there and i was like oh, i don't know about this right so then we went to e 3 and their press conference was just awkward super awkward uh, Phil Spencer announced the price. It was like crickets in there. It was weird, right? So, mm-hmm. and at that time, Don Metric was taking, he he was the one in charge of, of the division. And and I wasn't happy. Like, I felt like during the Xbox, the original Xbox and the Xbox 360, Xbox really wanted the, the the smallest sites. Like we were the ones, the hardcore audience, they will give us access. They will give us access to play the games and to be people and all that. And then towards the end of the at 360 they stopped doing that right so and the reason was because don matrick wanted to change unless you're not like a major outlet they will not talk to you so i'm trying to get appointments with them throughout that like couple of years and they were like no 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 so then it, that year of e3 2013 was a disaster so i went to our website and i wrote a open letter you can search on google if you want open letter to don matrick right <laughs> and I wrote that letter I wrote that letter saying that we want you to be on our show or any other community site because we want to talk to you because this is not xbox, right? like this is not how you, Xbox used to be back then, and I released it, I posted that thing went viral. I was getting so many emails, not only from like our listeners and other people that that found the the letter, but I was getting. People that used to work at Xbox, higher ups or people that just worked there back in the days, thanking me for doing that. And oh, a, wow. a couple months, I think I actually two weeks after that, Dimetric left. It wasn't because of us, but he probably had that plan for a oh, while. No, he, yeah. Yeah. So he left. Phil Spencer took over. And then a couple months after that, I think it was like sometime uh, close to a year. Xbox contacted us in 2014. Okay, they want us to sit down with Phil Spencer in and interview for the podcast, and it was because of that letter, you know. So I was like, Wow, this is crazy, man! You know, and ever since then, Phil has been making those really positive changes that's good for the company. Except when you said about the TV guide, they don't need that, you know,
0: no. they need
2: games, yeah.
1: that's what they need. Getting rid of the
0: Connect.
2: yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, the,
0: and this thing is even though, like, for me, I've always been predominantly PlayStation just because of Uncharted and. Those are the games I like to play. But yeah, ever since Phil has taken over, right? Like he has done so many good things to try and rebuild Xbox.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's I still think even now with Xbox Series Um S and X is that he's still rebuilding from yeah. everything that Matrick did. And I think in part yeah. of it, you've got Harrison involved with that part of it as well. That, you know, um so for me, you know, what <clears throat> would lead into the next thing is with Bethesda right Mm -hmm. um you know bethesda is well established everybody knows them from fallout for doom for elder scrolls um and i think it was a big acquisition that i think they needed to do um much much like building the coalition you know Mm -hmm. getting that talent in there getting new games um So when you when you look at it, when you saw that announcement that they were going after Bethesda and that they had acquired him, you know, this is pre SEC, you know, finalizing the deal this week. Mm -hmm. What was your what was your thought on that?
1: I think it was a game changer, not only for for Xbox, but just the industry overall, you know, like this was seven point five billion dollars more than I think more than when Disney acquired Marvel which is insane right and and i'll tell people this like i mean look we could talk about the exclusive in a few a few minutes here but yep at exclusive. that time <laughs> yeah <laughs> at that at that time when we heard the news this is like right before pre-order started for xbox series right yep. i said to paris and paris said the same like we all we all <clears> agree <throat> with this like yo this is a game changer this is not forget about big for Xbox, this is big for the industry overall because now it's gonna help, it's gonna help but that's the big time, now develop games even better, right? Cause now they're gonna have more more resources, gonna have more support. Cause let's be real, all the games has been buggy every time they launch, you know? So now thank you. this is gonna help. <laughs> this is gonna help them big time now to make better games cause now they're gonna have more testers, the support from, from Xbox, it's a lot of things. Plus think about this, man. Imagine those cross games, man. Halo, cross uh doom. Like there's so many cool things Ew. they could do. I could yo, I could see the, the craziness, man, in the that future with this be man. Sick. Yeah. That would be and, sick. Yeah, and you said as a PlayStation fan, you, you should also be happy because look, at the end of the day, when there's competition, competition is great for the consumers, man. Yeah. Yeah. Us the gamers, That's you know what I'm saying? Like there would have been no Xbox Game Pass if it wasn't for PlayStation kicking Xbox butt. During the last generation, yep. You no, know? yeah. there wouldn't been no um, a bunch of other things because also Nintendo released certain consoles. Like everything is, mm-hmm. it's good for us, man. And people are just stuck with the whole console work thing. You know, I'm thinking that's like yeah. just gaming overall. This is yeah. big. This is huge, man. You know, and
0: and like you know, we like you guys are more predominantly an Xbox podcast, right? And just kind of we're more a little bit of PlayStation. And you know, mm. the only the only places we kind of quote unquote would say bash xbox really which we don't is just we disagree with some of their business decisions right like mm-hmm. naming it series s and series x because it caused so much confusion in the marketplace right yeah
2: mm-hmm. but
0: ultimately it's like who cares it like let people enjoy their games
2: yeah You know, yeah. regardless if yeah. yeah.
0: it's xbox playstation mm-hmm. nintendo ipad your android phone whatever it is just let people enjoy games um and i think though when you look at bethesda right we Let's let's talk about what they're actually gonna be putting on Game Pass tomorrow. And you know, for those listeners at you know that are gonna to listen to the audio feed after this weekend, is like Friday, they're gonna be launching on Game Pass, you're gonna have Dishonored one and two. Awesome. You're gonna have That's nice. Doom, Doom Two, Doom Sixty Four, Doom Three, Doom Eternal. Yes. You're going to have <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Elder Scrolls three Morrowind. Yo, two, which classic. is one of my nice. favorite. One that's my from, my the
2: original, that's Dude, from the original. That's the original Xbox. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's and that's a ton, right ton of game, that, that game alone is a ton of gaming all on your own. Yeah. That's the awesome. Best part, the best part
1: is probably going to look even better and faster with the mm-hmm. new systems, you know? So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm yo, I am so curious to play that right now. You, know? um, so. you got Morrowind 4,
0: um, Oblivion. Oh, sick. W- Honestly, that is that game is one of the reasons why I'm not an, a Bethesda fan is because you talk about bugginess, right? I lost a hundred and twenty hour gameplay because of a bug.
1: Oof, that's rough. So
0: I was trying the, I was doing the main quest. One of the assassins never popped, mm. which basically you can't advance the story without killing both assassins. So therefore, my hundred and twenty hours went straight out the window. Oh my
1: god, that yeah. sucks. To the, point, man. <laughs>
0: to the point where I took the game out of my 360 and threw it against the wall and broke the disc. It was that, you know, that infuriating. Yeah, but yeah, you also have Elder Scrolls Online, Evil Within, Fallout 4, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 76, Prey, Rage 2, and then you have Wolfenstein New Order, The Old Blood and Young Blood all hitting Game Pass on Friday.
3: 20 nice. games.
2: So that 20 is 20 that is in total. I'm not gonna lie, that is a lineup. That's strong. That's a strong yeah. lineup. Not that, only that, add this EA play, mm-hmm.
1: right? Also add all the games is available there on Game Pass before all this. Like yep. that's pretty crazy to have yeah. that amount of games. Yeah. And and he and here's the part where people are not really saying like I'm a huge fan of the evil within, especially evil within two. Amazing game. There's so many people that's completely slept on that game. And now with yeah. Game Pass, there's going to be a lot of crowd it's going to be their first time playing more when even within like, all those games, even Doom. You know, Doom 3 is a great game that came yeah. out for, for the original Xbox and PC, you know? So I'm excited for the future, man. Like, I love... Look, I know you guys love PlayStation. Look, I have old consoles, you know, I have yeah. the PS5 yeah. too. So, but, you know, they have the the PlayStation um, collection. It's kind of like a subscription as long as you're a PlayStation Plus. Yep. You, you, but here's the thing, that would have not happened if it wasn't for Game Pass, you know? And I think yep. the more success that Xbox has with Game Pass, I feel like PlayStation and, and, and even Nintendo are going to make some business decisions in the future that is going to but maybe release something similar to that, you know, um, and I think this is going to be good, man. I, I'm loving this, man. Like so many
2: that's, cool games. Yeah. Th- that's the one thing I've kind of agreed. I've, I've never really been bashing Xbox on their, the uh, play decision. Cause I think, I think it's a bold move. And I, the reason I think a lot of people are kind of questioning it because it's the first move of its kind. Yeah. Like Microsoft, like that, they're really putting their car, all their chips into this, Mm-hmm. And it, it look it, like it's looking like it's gonna pay off, and who like, knows? the The only thing I'm worried about is that it gets rid of physical. I am still a physical guy. I still want my yeah. physical my physical I games. Think, but you, you know
1: what? I and I always say this to people, man. Like I, man, dude, let me tell you. The during the time of the Xbox 360, I had so many games, I had to get a storage. Because I just didn't have space.
2: I had to buy a bin too. <laughs> I, nope. I was, I was predominant. I, I always had an Xbox and a PlayStation. Yeah. I yeah. actually really loved like Xbox, but yeah. like going back to the converse, like further in the conversation yeah. when Xbox one was out, I just, it didn't feel like Microsoft was about games. They were trying to like do too much, which I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. TV mm-hmm. yeah. where like, it kind of, it, it just didn't feel right with the console, the, the Androidness of it, even the games mm-hmm. coming out, it just didn't feel like games were on the back burner. That's why yeah. I was more uh, curious on the series uh, X and S mm-hmm. they're coming back to just games and like, Oh and yeah, I'm really interested in this, the series yep. now. Cause I, I might want to get one. Yeah. So when oh, we look at,
0: mm-hmm. go ahead.
2: No, no, I was going to say that I have the both
1: Xbox series X. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that one early. We got the PlayStation five early also. Oh, um nice. from PlayStation for the first time that they, they, they were like, you know what, let's let's hook up. So I was like, oh snaps. They they Sweet. gave one, <laughs> they gave one to Paris. But the thing that I love about Xbox Series S, first of all, I love the design, it's very small. And honestly, the majority of people don't care about 4K, man. Us hardcore, we're like, oh, 4K graphics, you know. But no, the majority yeah. don't care about that, man. And for example, look at the Nintendo Switch. It's it's not like PlayStation Five. It's barely a oh, HD. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we could talk about that in a few minutes, but, yes, <laughs> but yo, like, but that that thing is selling like crazy. You yeah. know. So yeah. Xbox Series S, and and we had this conversation on Twitter Spaces, um, Parasai and one of our friends that she's also a content creator. She mentioned something that that I forgot to mention this in the beginning of the show. A lot of people of color don't have the funds to buy an expensive computer no. or expensive uh, console, right? But man, having an Xbox Series S for that price for cheap, that's yep. great, man. Now more people could actually play those yeah. games or yeah. or use their phones and play those games on S Cloud and connect the controller. That's even cheaper and yeah. you just pay monthly. And I think – the the gaming community overall will grow even more because of that, you know, and and I'm I'm very happy to see that they made that decision, make that cheap, man, you know, so yep. really cool.
0: All right, so. We know, we know they're going to go exclusives with Bethesda titles. That's...
3: Exclusive. That's no, that's 100%. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. That, you
1: know. Been saying this since September. This is,
3: <laughs> I, I got to point this out, though. This is so weird for me to say exclusives for Xbox. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I get like, it. I get I, it. <laughs> I, I, like, I've always been... Like, this is what I... like. I can't, I can't it's deal with Xbox. <laughs> well, I can't deal with Xbox because, like, whenever they, once they put out that, like, oh, no exclusives for two years, mm-hmm. like, I was like, man, like, that is kind of like, that's where I'm saying, like, hey, okay, you got to have something in the in the pipe, like, in order for you to keep kicking for two years with not having anything that's brand spanking new for Xbox, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, be- I think today, or, is- like, that, that drop, of sending so much stuff on the game pass actually is probably going to be one taking out the Xbox
0: gold, the Xbox. Yeah. We know gold is on its way out.
3: We yeah. It's going to be, it's <laughs> going to be, <it's, laughs> yeah. That's, I think yeah. this is what's making that like shift over for yep. definite. For yeah.
0: Sure. So what games, what games coming from Thesda do you think will go multi-platform? Um, because we know everything else is pretty much going exclusive.
1: <laughs> I I I don't know Indiana Jones is a question mark because I I don't know if Disney want that multi platform or maybe there's like some contracts already with all the companies. I, my or, prediction is going multi, or but well, well Xbox have so much money that they can easily pay that game to be exclusive. That's also I mean, we true. We don't know, yeah. you know, That's we don't know, but that one's a question mark. <laughs> I think anything. <laughs> like Elder Scrolls Online, like something like that. Mm-hmm. I could see multi-plat, but let me tell you, Starfield, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, all those games, all those big games, that's going to be exclusive 100%. I yeah. do not yeah. see that as like yeah, a multi-plat game, you know, but I think the majority of the games are going to be all exclusive, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah, we've been saying that since last year and everybody was trashing us. Like, ah, oh, that's, that's impossible. And I'm like, and I'm asking them, the crowd, if PlayStation would have done the same thing, nintendo or any other companies will you be asking the same question and allow them to stay quiet but for some reason xbox you know it's like they have to have a multi-platform look it's a it's a business man at the end of the day you know we're Mm -hmm. it happens with with uh with playstation they acquire companies and asomiac one of my favorite developers ever i love Mm -hmm. them that's exclusive you know like i love sunset overdrive and it wasn't for sunset overdrive there would have been no spider-man like they even said it even like, they learned yeah. from their mistakes and made yep. a classic <laughs> game like Mouse morales made me cry last year you're know, playing that like i love yeah. that game so much you know what i'm saying so so yeah i that, i went off the rail but yeah you know what i'm saying oh no
0: absolutely <laughs> not saying it's that's, like ted price came out and said that totally agree much, that very yeah. very same thing he's like oh, yeah. hey spider-man's if it amazing wasn't for sunset yeah. you
1: mm-hmm. know um
0: now yeah. real quick speaking of playstation um Mm -hmm. One thing that came out this week was um, Sucker Punch game director Nate Fox and creative director Jason Connell uh, for Ghost of Tsushima were actually named as permanent tourism ambassadors by the city of Tsushima in Nagasaki due to their work and the amount of history they they dove into that's amazing it goes to shishima and spreading the history of shishima to the world so i want to give a quick shout out to them and say
2: congratulations
0: because well man, deserved because that's, that that's an
2: amazing game, that yep. game oh, yeah it was amazing
0: with the amount of attention to detail they actually put into it
2: you went and, crazy um, with the photo mode Oh hell yeah! Oh, it, Matt, okay. Matt went crazy with the photo mode. I'm the but it's worth what it What do you expect? <laughs> oh no, t- no, totally. Like the um, first, like the moment we loaded that game and they put photo mode on, uh, Matt Matt got it a little later, and we were like, "Dude, you're gonna go insane with photo." It's epic. it's that good. It's it that looked, good. yeah, it's yeah, it is, that right. good. And and have so, to say that that's the
1: power of gaming, right there. Right, right, right. right, there. right you know. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about
0: a game that released this week that doesn't look the the sharpest. <laughs> so, to speak, um, Apex Legends on Switch. So, what was your, what did you think of it? <laughs> Oof.
1: Oof. Look, I'm a huge fan of Apex Legends, like huge. And especially my yep. girlfriend, we always play almost every night. Uh, so, I was oh. excited because look, Panic Bugging, in, <laughs> those that don't know, they usually port a lot of big games from next gen consoles or coin consoles to the Switch. They worked on Rocket League, both Doom, Doom the original Doom and Doom Eternal. They also uh, ported um, Wolfenstein, one of the Wolfenstein games for the Switch. Looks phenomenal, right? I played The Witcher 3. That was from another developer. Looks good. I even played... I had more hours on that version than the original Xbox. So just want to say that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was always traveling on the go. I was always taking with me and I'm playing it, you know? Oh, nice. So I'm like excited to play Apex Legends. I'm like, look, I know graphically it's not going to be like the consoles, but... It's gonna be good. I could play on my balcony, you know, on the go. <laughs> it's gonna be right. decent, you know. You're like, yeah, oh, it's going to yeah. Be so I I uh, turned on the machine and I loaded up Apex Legends. First, I noticed the difference with the with like the loading took forever. Then was the the showing the characters in the game too it looked kind of fuzzy, right? I started the game. Uh, I don't know if you guys play Apex Legends or not, but like, you know, where the oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, loading where you select the characters. Yeah. But it wasn't even showing on screen. It was just like, it was taking so long to load. So once it loaded and you selected your, your, your characters, it will go to the next page and it'll show like uh, current champions or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. There were so many voices from the previous video, the previous uh, character selection that all of them got picked up. On the championship the champion squad plus their voices so it was like a disaster yeah. from there right
2: also there was a there was a delay issue
1: with the loading a delay and oh, i think it was, wow. I, I think it was because of the the internet and there was so many people connecting to the servers that yeah. the game was just like buggy so oh, then okay. i go into the game i'm flying the island looks very weird from far away and it's like still loading and then you go into the island and I'm starting playing it. It feels weird. Like it feels slower. It's 30 FPS. It Ooh. doesn't feel right, man. I. I but no. there is potential with updates. They could fix it. And with the new rumor Nintendo Switch Pro. Yeah. Or Nintendo Switch XL. I don't know how they're going to call it. <laughs> Once that comes out, I can see all those games that wasn't enough for like the current Switch. I think that version is going to make it a little bit better. I think, you know, so there's potential, mm-hmm. but look, if you never played apex Legends, that's the only one that you have in your switch. Like you only have the switch and that's it. You'll get used to it, you know, but for me, that's so I'm so used to the current consoles. like yep. It's hard for me to, to play. So it's rough. It's I, rough.
0: After, mm-hmm. after playing Danny, I was like, man, the taste of this is just kind of bad in my mouth, just because it was like harder to see some of the characters, especially like um, bloodhound. Right. When he, the it's the brown armor, right? Mm-hmm. In King's Canyon, it he was blending into the walls, you know, it's oh, kind of yeah. harder to see because of it. I went and played Apex Lunches on my PS5 just so I could kind of <laughs> feel whole again. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm back, I'm back, yeah, back right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I know we got to get you out of here in a couple minutes. Um, yeah, yeah. you got a time crunch. So, real quick, before before <laughs> we let you go, what we asked this to every one of our guests, but. What's your favorite game to play for game night, whether it's a board game, video game or whatever, when you have family and friends and we're actually able to not have to to do, you know, Zoom party nights because of COVID?
1: Man, that's a good question, man, because I like simple games, man. Like I love I love Tetris Effect Connected. I love that. The other night nice. I was playing with Blessing from Kind of Funny and yep. a couple of our friends that that work in the industry and my girlfriend, we're all playing Clue. We were like nice. you know, regular, Yo. you know, classic. I like yeah. it. And Who we were, did it. It was and there was 6 of us. 6 of Oh, us, that's right?
2: awesome. A full game, cool. Okay. Oh. And we were
1: just vibing like, you know, sometimes I miss those moments, man, of just mm-hmm. forget about competing. Let's just work together and have fun, you know. Just a yeah. cool game or Uno will be cool. Um and one thing that I love, I love was playing with my family, you know, like just local co-op games, you know, like uh, co- uh, co-op like with uh, co- Cuphead, uh, Castle Crashers, like stuff like that. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know what, I think, I, I think that when I grew up playing video games, I love doing that at either at home or when I go to like an arcade spot. And I'm playing with friends, man, like that experience, you know, or waiting in line just to play, just to play Mortal Kombat 2 or Street Put Fighter quarter 2. Down. But you you're right? out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like those, like those moments are special. You're never gonna forget that, man. But now yeah. it seems like everybody want to play everything online, and I get it. online's cool, yeah. but there's nothing like local co-op, man. I I miss that so much, man. You know, playing rock band with friends, that was like yeah. amazing too. You know, I've so- been <sighs>
2: saying that for years. Harmonics needs to come back. Like, yeah. there's yeah. still yeah. A, a need for those musical games jason and i had so much fun oh, when we used to work on. together in yeah, our little yeah. rinky dink video game store we, man
3: we it we, we awesome. literally closed the shop and then we're like yo you want to play some rock band
2: yeah dude like, like, yeah, let's, do get it, a, let's do it get yeah. a couple <laughs> beers after yeah. hours after yeah, hours get right. a couple of beers play play rock band for like two hours and then like oh crap man we should we should leave the store bro <laughs> yeah yeah That's like
0: nothing like watching jerry get worked over in mario kart by my wife in the same room too that's oh that's another game mario kart oh my god that,
2: that's uh, <laughs> that destroys yeah, souls great, man um, that, that, yeah. that, so, that game broke me yeah where
0: can the where can the listeners find you on on social media
1: oh man find me uh on twitter godfrey i i'm very active on twitter that's like <laughs> okay, I, I have facebook and everything else but man twitter is like where i'm like the most vocal man you know so i've been there for so many years <laughs> On Twitter. So yeah, follow me there, man And, and if you want to listen to the podcast You can find us on, on any podcast app Just search for Gamer Tag Radio We're there And if, for those who are listening And want to check out the documentary that I made uh, Tag oh, yeah. Radio podcast story It's totally free I put it up on, on uh, YouTube Go to com, And it's only 60 minutes There's a lot of people there from the industry Talking about us And it's, it's really cool Really cool Awesome, yeah,
0: cool. so um, real quick, um, Jerry Newman wanted to say, "Hey, another red shell." It's almost like there is one every episode. <laughs>
3: um, well, one last, so, one last question, Danny. Who who do you main on uh, Apex Legends, or do you have one, or do you just jump around?
1: Uh, I jump around, man. Uh, I like Bangalore. Yeah, I do too. Um, I only use her for now, man. Bangalore, Bangalore. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like her a lot. For some reason, I'm I'm i love the. I, that the missiles drop and the smoke and yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> but I, I, mean I, I tried. I tried the other one. Oh, Horizon is good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Love I've been using Fuse and uh, Wraith. Oh, Fuse. okay,
3: okay, yeah. dope. Dope. I mean, dope, When I was playing, I was with uh, Gibraltar most of the time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I like I like Fuse. Fuse is pretty cool. Yeah,
2: he's a good character. I just yeah. love the Aussie. Yeah, he's yeah, just come yeah. to party. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's really cool.
0: So, Danny, I want to say it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, We got to get you back on,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. More
0: stuff. Next time. Next time when it's like a slower day and it's not too crazy. Oh,
3: yeah. (laughs) Maybe we can
0: get Paris to join us as well. Um, Yeah. Paris. have him on as well. So um, definitely thank you for, you know, crashing game night with us tonight. Um, To our listeners in the chat, Island Podcast Land, thank you for crashing game night with us as well, guys. Uh, If you like what you heard, always, please, you know, leave those comments, leave a uh, voicemail for us, um, follow us on the podcast platform of your choice. And always guys just be excellent to each other and stay frosty.
2: That's right. All my fellow nerds. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Mr. Pena, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for all the knowledge that you've been, uh, that you shared with us. Uh, For all the listeners, if you, if you guys want to pursue gaming or, or anything like that, you know, there's opportunities out there now, and and take them and seize them. And also, uh, there's always the, the struggles, always real. Times up. Black Lives Matter. Sh- continue showing your support, and uh, let's once again just continue spreading that positivity and and kindness out there, guys.
3: Thank you again, Danny, for coming on and uh, you know shooting it with us. It's been a pleasure, man. It's it feels like it's like of like royalty kind of you know <laughs> right? no. uh, but yeah. again thank you again so much well you're always welcome on this couch thank you so much for joining us
1: yeah no no Thank, thanks for for inviting me and and i love yeah. i love sharing my stories and the reason is because i want i want other people to to yo do better than me man if you guys create a show podcast youtube whatever do better than me I think we need more content creators and we need to inspire other people to do the same thing man you know so nice. uh, th- thank you so much man for letting me be part of the show man all right yeah.
0: thank
3: you Jason Steel the thunder you know stay safe out there we're almost there a couple more months of uh, vaccines you know they're, they're coming out so they are coming out mm-hmm. quick so please get yeah. vaccinated if you can and again for all the people out there listening TTFN ta-ta for now
0: that everybody All uh. right.